Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to an all-new, brand-new Russell Wortham Show coming to you live, commercial-free, from my super-secret back cave. Folks, we are back, and back in the middle of greatness. Wow, 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 what a money in the bank. We will get to that in our main event. Uh... It's been uh, pretty uh, pretty nasty weather here in the Batcave uh, this week. Uh, had just a whole whole bunch of rain, but uh, we we pres- uh, we uh, persist. We move on. We move forward, and uh, all that. So, coming up uh, today, just give you a. A bit of a rundown. It's going to be a bit of a short show. um, Only for the fact that uh, we only have really money in the bank to talk about. But uh, there is new content on Peacock. They finally, finally got AWA up. Now... Is it everything with AWA? No. But at least AWA is on the board now. So that, that is a good thing. More, uh, I guess you could call them hidden gems from ECW. There are uh, events that I knew absolutely nothing about. Even with the uh, WWE Network, when it was here in the States... I did not know anything about uh, ECW outside of the pay-per-views, outside of the weekly television show. But now there are more events that I'm like, wait, what? What What is this? And so super, super exciting on that end. New documentaries, and uh, these are really, I I would say, refreshed documentaries. Uh, There's a couple on Bret Hart. There's one on the British Bulldogs. Uh, There's um, obviously the ones that, you know, have come out. Dusty Rhodes that just dropped. Ric Flair and Shawn Michaels and 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 the like. So there are new documentaries. Very excited about that. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. And and old school. Mm, old school. Love this idea of having the older matches there. Uh, I think the uh, the earliest that they have right now is from 1973. So, very, very uh, excited to see that. Whether or not we will get the hidden gems, I don't know. I would assume that we would. Or maybe they are going to try to merge... The hidden gems with old school kind of put them together. Now, what's left outstanding? A few more documentaries. Uh, Amongst those is the Triumph and Tragedy, the story of world-class championship wrestling. That is not on Peacock right at the moment. Uh, As well... As if they want to put in, okay, if they want to put in Southpaw Regional Wrestling. Now, WWE kind of has a good thing going with Southpaw, and I tell you why. Because if they put it just exclusively on their YouTube uh, page, then they can they can say okay well it's all just up on youtube go find it and they're going to get 
a ton of hits that way. If they move it to Peacock, then there is a risk that it could kind of get lost in the shuffle. But I gotta say, I, <laughs> this past week, uh, or actually this week, I went back, rewatched, and I'll probably re rewatch uh, the uh, first two seasons of Southpaw Regional Wrestling today. Because I, it's so good. Oh my goodness, it is just so, so good. Uh, they're, you know, they make fun of themselves. They make fun of the industry. I love what WWE did with Southpaw. Now, is there going to be a season three? I kind of touched on this last week. And this was before I knew that John Cena was coming back. I would say the odds are 50-50. They did put out a season three trailer that you can see on, on YouTube. But now, obviously because they are without Fandango, they're without Chris Jericho, they are uh, without TJP. They are uh, without uh, the Ascension. They are without Tyler Breeze. I'm not saying that they can't pull it off, but considering the fact that, according to the season three trailer of uh, the event, of uh, Southpaw, I should say. This was supposed to drop last summer, and of course last year was the dumpster fire. So, yeah, things kind of got a little sidetracked. Now that John Cena is back, you gotta understand, or you gotta think, maybe, just, just maybe, Lance Catamaran is coming back, they can recast Chet Cheddarfield if if they want. They can uh, bring in some other people. The one person that I wish were there that I I just I wish were there because he just he tied it together is Chris Jericho. And look, I don't know if Chris Jericho in WWE on speaking terms at, at this point, at this stage. Um, I I don't know. Because Jericho has said, look, I had problems with creative. I kept trying to pitch ideas. I kept getting shot down. I had to leave. So is there some animosity? I, I don't know. So that's uh, what's going on with Peacock. Now, before we get into the news, the main story, the only story going on right now. Uh, it's a little bit of a teaser, folks. Uh, just want to say a, a big, huge, 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 huge shout out to Queen's Takeover podcast. I was on with the ladies uh, this past Sunday night after Money in the Bank. Spent about an hour with them. It was so good to be able to interact with another podcast. Uh, very grateful that they invited me on their show. We had a blast. We We were just carrying on. We were talking about Money in the Bank. We were talking about other things going on within... Uh, the confines of WWE. And so, if you want to listen to that episode, it has dropped. It dropped on Tuesday. And so, you can go, you can find the Queen's Takeover podcast anywhere you find your podcast, or you can find all of our podcasts. Myself, the Queen's Takeover podcast, and other great, great, and I do mean great, podcasts over at One Stop 
WrestlingWrestling.com. OneStopWrestling.com. That is your, uh, that is your, I guess, gateway into everything wrestling, WWE, AEW, Impact. And this is truly a global experience. Uh, we've got people from the UK, from across the pond. We've got uh, people from all throughout the United States. It is such a great, great group to be a part of. I am so grateful to be a part of that uh, group. So check us out, all of us out, at OneStopWrestling.com. And so, uh, one last thing. Just wanted to say a very special thank you, as always, to Texas Brother, to Pro Sound FX, and to Apple Hill Studios for use of their uh, music and sound effects through EnvatoElements.com. Look. I am not paid to do this bit of an advertisement slash promo. But if you have any project, and I mean any project, a a school project, if you're a YouTuber, if you are a podcaster, anything you need media-wise, seriously, go to EnvatoElements.com, E-N, V-A-T-O elements and it, it's all right there. I Quick story. I went, uh, when I was thinking about jazzing up the show, getting a theme song and all that, I, I, I looked around and I thought, oh, okay, well, uh, where is this going to uh, lead me? Because there's... Uh, billion different sites out there and I couldn't quite find what I was looking for and then uh, oddly enough I was listening to a uh, to another uh, podcast and they were talking about Envato elements and I thought huh so I did a quick uh, Google search and looked them up and Oh my goodness gracious, it is so amazing. There's tons of music that you can use uh, royalty-free. There's uh, video, uh, stock video. There are graphics. There's photos. There's uh, sound effects, music. Anything you need for any project, or like I said, if you're a YouTuber, if you are a podcaster. Now, it does cost money to get in with Envato Elements, but I I tell you what, it is well, well, well worth the money. I promise you, it really is. So, go to EnvatoElements.com. I thank them profusely thank them for use of uh, their music and their sound effects. So, uh, for you, it's going to be instantaneous. For me, it's going to be a minute. But I'll be right back with the news story. Not just of the week, folks, but the news story of the year. Huh? All right. I'll be right back. All right, folks, we are back and time for the news and big, huge, huge news. And that is the apparent. Got to be careful because it's not official, official, but every major uh, wrestling uh, place. Uh, outlet has said that it is all but done that AEW has signed, get this folks, 
CM Punk, and just this week, Daniel Bryan. I mean, are you kidding me with this? This is one of those, are you, wow, 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 what is going on here? Now, I will say this, and, and, and that is that uh, there are any number of things that could uh, basically take the deals off the table. Um, the fact that CM Punk even is entertaining the idea of going back into wrestling uh, is just absolutely amazing because I thought that he was jaded with with being back in the ring. But I guess enough time's passed and Punk is thinking, eh, maybe I maybe I have a bit of a run. We'll see. <clears throat> now, Brian, on the other hand, he's just been released, or actually, uh, contract uh, negotiations broke down with WWE. So uh, he said, you know what? I, I'm just out of my contract. Apparently, according again to various news uh, outlets, including the boys over at Cultahawk uh, said that Brian uh, wanted fewer dates for more money. Seems reasonable. Um, and I, I look at Daniel Bryan and I think, okay, so you're going to have less dates for more money. And... The fact that Brian wanted to go to Japan, work with New Japan, the fact that he wanted to go down to Mexico, work some dates with uh, AAA, I think that that will be a good thing. I, I, I really do. I honestly do. Is it sad that Brian apparently is not coming back to WWE? I mean, yes. I mean, it is. Because there was... And maybe I'm wrong, and somebody can uh, correct me. At the Wortham. At the Wortham on Twitter. Correct me if I'm wrong. But I thought that I had heard Brian not too long ago say, Hey, I love WWE. I want to stay in WWE. That's where I want to retire. But... Things change, and so, admittedly, I'm not really a mark, okay? I'm not a fan of AEW. It's nothing against AEW. I just, I, here's, here's a little bit of the, uh, of a secret, if you will, about me, and that is that if, there's a television series uh, that um, is going on. I have to watch it from the beginning. If I don't watch it from the beginning, then I'm not watching. You know, because I just feel so lost. And considering that I've basically missed the first two seasons of AEW uh, we're now about uh, roughly halfway into season three um, I kind of feel lost now what I'm going to try to do now this will not affect this here program right I'm not gonna go talk about AEW or anything like that but just from a personal standpoint okay from a fan standpoint I'm going to try or try to go back to the top of the year and just basically work my way through uh, the through the the uh, the events and um, kind of get caught up you know that way 
But uh, anyways, getting back to Brian. Brian has a lot of great dream matches that pardon me, <clears throat> that are uh, available to him. Chief amongst that group is Kenny Omega. Just saying. How insane of a dream match would it be to have Daniel Bryan versus Kenny Omega? Or if Bryan goes to New Japan for, for a bit. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Please, 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 please. How many pleases can I give you? <laughs> please give me Kazuchika Okada versus Daniel Bryan. Oh, that would be insane. That would be just, oh my gosh, please give me that. That would that would be magic. Um, Brian could also work <clears throat> with Cody. Uh, he could work with uh, Chris Jericho. Uh, he could work with any number of people um, there, and I think that it's going to be just a, just an amazing fit for Brian. Again, I'm bummed that Brian has left WWE. What I thought was interesting, and some might call this a coincidence, I I don't. Because this past week, you know, this week I should say, Brian uh, had some uh, material dropped. Uh, of his time in WXW from Germany. And so that got dropped the same day that he apparently signed with AEW. That is not a coincidence, folks. That ain't a coincidence. So what's going to happen with Brian? I don't know. Apparently, Brian could, could, debut at Fight for the Fallen. But we'll see if that is uh, the case. Um, so those are the two biggest news stories of the year. I mean, anything else could happen, but it's Brian and it's CM Punk and those two going to AEW. Holy smokes. I, 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 I am, I am impressed. Right. So, uh, one final segment, and uh, that is going to be the main event uh, where we talk about money in the bank. And so, like I said, for you, it'll be instantaneous for me. Be just a moment. And we will get into Money in the Bank. Time now for the main event. All right, folks. Welcome back to the Russell Wortham Show. Glad that you are here. Uh, hope everything is well with you all. Not just here in the United States, but all around the world. I am in 16 different countries, folks. Oh my goodness gracious, this this small program, okay, is heard in 16 different countries. I'm 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 honored, I'm I'm thrilled, I'm a little baffled, uh, but I'm very grateful. I, I'm so grateful for that. So with uh, that said, uh we are going to finish up today's show we're going to go down through uh, money in the bank what all happened and then i've got a special announcement at the very very end so stay tuned for that one right so uh we start off the pre-show the usos jay and jimmy uso uh defeating the mysterios ray and dominic uh to 
have the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Uh, the finish came when I believe it was uh, Jimmy um, giving Jay leverage on a roll up uh, to secure the victory. And <laughs> the one thing that I've I've heard on social media and on on YouTube and all that, and this is the family show, so I'm 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 gonna shorten this up. <coughs> Pardon me. I'm going to shorten this up just a smidge. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so much for I'm nobody's B, huh? I mean, really? <laughs> really, Jimmy? You're nobody's B? Huh. Uh, all right. Well, the fact that there were no repercussions, the fact that WWE didn't suspend Jimmy Uso, didn't... Uh, punish him in any way. In fact, they gave him a championship. Right off, right off the bat, even with his uh, recent DUI, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, I get it in the context of we're, we're moving towards a possible potential match maybe next year with Roman versus uh, Dwayne alright but that's next year so I'm thinking to myself why are you doing this now when you could do this towards the beginnings of next year when we're leading into Wrestlemania uh, in Dallas I, I, I do not understand that. But the Usos are champions once again. And uh, what does this mean for the Mysterios? I think, I think it was a great father-son moment. But I think that Ray could, could, and this is just me, okay? I have no... Uh, Knowledge. I have no information. This is just me saying this. I think. I think Ray's done. I. I, I really, truly think that Ray is done. I think he held out long enough to work with Dominic. He got Dominic to the dance, and you know I've been very critical. I've been very critical of Dominic because I thought, man, he should have gone through the NXT system to really learn the ropes, learn promos, and and this and that and the other. But, I mean, if Rey Mysterio couldn't wait for Dominic to come out the other side, um, then, yeah, I, I, I get it. Um, Dominic is getting better. He is getting more crisp with his offense. Uh, he is getting better with his selling. Now we got to start getting him onto a mic. Now we've got to not necessarily give him a promo spot, but maybe an interview, you know, to, to basically talk about who, he, who Dominic Mysterio is because... The only other reference point outside of what he's done over the last year is the whole, I'm doing the whole air quotes thing, custody battle between uh, Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero uh, from, what, about 15 years ago. Um, and so... I mean, there is, there is that, you know, but I, I will say that, uh, if you get Dominic Mysterio up there and, and so he can tell his story, I, I, I really, really truly believe 
that uh, Dominic could get a whole new following, and and so there's that. All right, now the first uh, big uh, match of of uh, the uh, show was the women's money in the bank ladder match. And I, I, I will say this, and this goes back to the SmackDown last Friday, uh, which was the first live crowd. And, I mean, that place was just rocking uh, in Houston. It was raucous. And it was a nice bit of symmetry because... 20 years ago, the first SmackDown uh, after 9-11, the first event of any great size, anywhere, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, tennis, soccer, whatever, was WWE SmackDown from Houston. And now, fast forward 20 years later, we are, <laughs> we are still smack dab in the middle of a pandemic, but the first major show in over 18 months, Houston. I, <laughs> you cannot script that any better, folks. You just can't. Um, it's just absolutely amazing. That place was rocking. Hearing Edge's music, that place just went ballistic. They actually cheered for Roman. It was such a great receptive crowd. And Vince McMahon's uh, line that he had coming out was, it was, it was the greatest, it was the greatest line I think I've ever heard anybody utter in, uh, not just WWE, but in wrestling. Where the hell have you been I'm like, okay, I I see what you did there, Vince. I see what you did there, uh, and that's all he said. And he walked off. It was it was just perfect. And the the set is is awesome. The um, it, it's all one solid, you know, Titan Tron. They can do so many you know more things with the Titan Tron now. They have pyro. They have Oh, it's such a great experience. So, getting back to Money in the Bank, sorry, I just had to kind of tie uh, the two in. But uh, Women's Money in the Bank, this was a great, great match. Uh, it was back and forth. It was physical. Uh, Alexa Bliss, at the start, the opening, when she... Uh, stood on the rope. I mean, she stood on the middle rope. And we're not talking about the turnbuckle, right? We're talking about the actual rope. She was standing on the rope and just staring into space. I'm like, oh my goodness gracious, your balance lady is just insane. (laughs) But she's a former gymnast, so... You kind of know that, you know, she probably has a good sense of balance. But she stood on that rope for, what, what was it, five minutes, something? Um, Which was really, really impressive. Um, Like I said, the action was absolutely amazing. Uh, A lot of great spots. The one spot that universally people, and I I spoke, uh, I I heard this from uh, the ladies at Queen's Takeover Podcast, that they were saying, and what I was saying, watching it on Sunday night, when Alexa Bliss uh, put up her hand, and I thought, oh, if if that briefcase lowers, I'm done. I I'm I'm just I I can't. It's what? 
But fortunately, that didn't happen. <laughs> but like I say, myself, other people thought exactly the same thing. So I thought that was kind of a cool communal uh, response to, uh, to that spot. Uh, the ending to the women's uh, match came when everybody was up on a ladder, except for the aforementioned uh, Alexa Bliss, who was buried. I mean, she was buried under a mound of of ladders. And uh, so everybody else was up on, on, you know, different ladders. And then all of a sudden, zoop! Up goes Nikki A.S.H., formerly known as Nikki Cross, and Nikki, almost a superhero, wins Money in the Bank. Absolutely amazing. Now, spoiler, if you're like me and you haven't watched uh, Raw, turn... You know, turn your head, go out of the room, do whatever you got to do for the next, uh, say, 30 seconds, roughly. Because this is a spoiler, okay? And that is, we have a new Raw Women's Champion, Nikki A.S.H., almost a superhero, interrupts. The match between Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair. And she beat Charlotte for the title. She cashed in the the briefcase and beat Charlotte Flair. Oh my goodness gracious. (laughs) That was was something. So, big ups to you, Nikki A.S.H. And uh, so grateful that you uh, won. Uh, next up, AJ Styles and Omos uh, defeating the Viking Raiders. This really wasn't much of a match. I mean, this was more of a uh, coronation, if you will, of Omos, of his talent, of his skills. Um... And, you know, the uh, the announcers were, you know, saying, wow, he's gotten so much more confident. He's gotten so much better in the ring. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, wow, he really has. Omos has. What is going on? I mean, it's just like night and day, you know, because he hasn't been in the ring all that long. And I thought, wow, how, how is he? improving this quickly. Uh, AJ Styles obviously is a great, great mentor. He's a great, great wrestler. Um, One of the absolute best in the business right now. But I will say this. um, It made more sense when the boys from Cultaholic said, yeah, Omos has been training also with Kevin Nash. I mean, come on. You want the best, in my opinion, no disrespect to anybody else, but in terms of, you know, mobility, in terms of flexibility, in terms of selling, in terms of uh, just entering presence, it's Kevin Nash, okay? It's Kevin Nash, and Kevin Nash has been uh, working with Omos, and so good oh and uh the the pop that aj got down in dallas down fort worth was pretty amazing he is from georgia so you know we are talking only uh what two states over um you know three three states over i should say um you know, with, you know, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama. And then, uh, of course, there's there's Georgia. 
but I, I will say this, that uh, the pop that AJ got was amazing. Did they turn babyface? I don't know. I, I think that people are starting to dig Omos. I think people are starting to dig AJ um, again. And I think this is a good idea. So we'll see what happens. Uh, the fact that the Viking Raiders were pretty much ragdolled by Omos is, I mean, it was amazing. But um, it's kind of like a question that was asked me on the Queen's Takeover podcast on Sunday. Uh, can anybody beat them? And I said, the only team that I can see right now that can maybe beat AJ and Omos uh, are the Street Profits. And they've been MIA for a while now. Uh, next up, Bobby Lashley with MVP defeating Kofi Kingston by technical submission. That's that is the nice way, folks. That is the nice way of saying Kofi got killed with a T. Okay, he oh, it was brutal. It was it was one of the most lopsided matches I've ever seen in my life it felt like Kofi was a victim which is probably unfair but that's kind of how it felt like he beat uh, he beat Bobby Lashley going into Money Bank you think okay maybe maybe but then no Kofi got ragdolled, and the the hurt lock at the end, where I mean Kofi's shoulders were just literally just being ripped out of their sockets. I'm like, ugh, and I was kind of angry with the ref that he didn't stop uh, the match sooner than what he did. Um, I mean, Kofi was just outmatched, outgunned, outmaneuvered, out everything. And I don't know why that was. Um, but, you know, there's that. Now, again, quick spoiler. The next night on Raw, so this past Monday on Raw, who comes out to challenge... Uh, challenge Bobby Lashley because Drew McIntyre cannot challenge for the title as long as Bobby Lashley is the champion so in steps in Bill Goldberg yay (laughs) I mean if this were 20 years ago I would have been like Oh my gosh, it's Goldberg, oh my gosh. It's 20 years later, folks. Not really looking forward to it. Now, it's not to say that I don't like Goldberg the person. I do. But if this just turns into a squash after uh, Bobby Lashley has just ran through everybody else, then it's kind of like, So then why didn't she give the title back to Drew? Come on. Seriously? Are you waiting? Is WWE waiting until next year when uh, you have presumably over 100,000 people at WrestleMania to give Drew the championship back? I don't know. Maybe. Um... But we'll see. Uh, Next up, Charlotte Flair defeating Rhea Ripley. This was a really solid match. Um, And uh, it was very physical. Obviously, these two, I mean, it's like these two are licensed print money. Seriously. Um, 
They're just two bad-A women going after each other. And, I, I mean, oh my gosh. Can you imagine what Rhea and Charlotte can do uh, inside of Hell in a Cell? Freaking yes, please. Begging you, WWE. Put them inside of Hell in a Cell at some point. Please. I, I, I need to see that match. That's a money match right there. Uh, the ending to this match uh, came when uh, Charlotte lodged or wedged Rhea's uh, foot um, in between the ring post and the stairs and then, uh, you know, kicked it. And then uh, the figure eight, one, two, three, or actually it was a submission. Uh, sorry, it was a submission. Uh, you know, put her, you know, into uh, the figure eight. The bridge that Charlotte got was just absolutely insane. Um, so, there was that. And um, next up is the men's Money in the Bank. I would love to be able to say... I, I can tell you what what happened, but I I missed half the match because of Peacock. Okay, I missed half the match because of Peacock uh, doing whatever the heck they were doing. And again, I thought it was just me and then the Queen's TakeOver podcast that they mentioned that there was technical if, uh, issues on, on their end um, as well. The boys over at Cultaholic said that there was a problem with Peacock, and so I thought, get your stuff together, Peacock. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. First main event, first major event outside of WrestleMania, and we couldn't watch, we here in the United States couldn't watch half of the men's match. It's kind of poor. I will check on it. Um, maybe not today, but at some point I'll, I'll check and I'll see if if they have the whole match up uh, and, uh, and all that. But Biggie wins. That kind of makes a lot of sense. People pretty much guessed that he was going to win because of the momentum. And just like I said last week, maybe WWE gave him a short run with the Intercontinental Championship to see what that would look like for him to be a champion. So, what's going to happen? Don't know. Finally, uh, Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman defeating Edge by pinfall. Uh, this was 33 minutes and 10 seconds of slow, plodding, boring, god-awful wrestling. I, I, I hate saying any of that, but it was so slow. It was, it was slow-paced. The crowd was flat throughout the whole match. There were a few, uh, uh, a few uh, flurries, but by and large, that crowd was flat, and uh, the uh, the match, like I said, it was it was just boring to watch. There was no excitement. The uh, you know, Pat McAfee and uh, and uh, Michael Cole, God bless them. They, they tried to make it interesting, but I, it just, it just, I just, I could not really get into the match. So, God bless them, but I, I just couldn't get into that match. Now, uh, part of the problem is that uh, both Roman and Edge were 
outside the ring for long stretches of time. Charles Robinson was just slow counting, you know, to 10. It's just, oh, it was, it was such a bad, bad uh, match. Maybe I can go back and watch it again, see if I've, I've changed my opinion. But at the time when I watched it on Sunday live, that was, it was pretty bad. <laughs> right. That is uh, the show this week. Thank you. Again, seriously, thank you uh, to uh, you for listening to this year show. Thank you to uh, the uh, ladies over at Queen's Takeover Podcast. Thank you to everybody that has helped me uh, over at InvadoElements.com. Thank you to uh, OneSupWrestling.com for... Uh, hosting this year uh show and uh, and all that uh so there is that now uh quick announcement uh since we are now officially uh in the olympics and uh the uh, opening ceremony was actually uh early 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 this morning our time my time um uh, I I I saw like the first just this smidge of the first um I have it on DVRs to watch later uh and then uh the rest of the country will see it in prime time So um there is there is that uh but uh with the Olympics happening uh this show is going to be on break for the next three weeks. Uh, and uh, we will uh, be back. I will be back uh, the week of SummerSlam uh, to uh, go and to uh, go through all the matches. The biggest event, the biggest party of the summer in Las Vegas So, uh, watch out for that. Uh, The week of SummerSlam, this show will be back. So, that's the big announcement. And, uh, anyways, that's it. Uh, Thank you again. And just like the Beatles sang all those many, many years ago, love is all you need. I will see you guys the week of SummerSlam.